everyone, and welcome to the Rise with the Light podcast. My name is Susan Fink, and this is my weekly podcast dedicated to supporting families raising children with special needs. I'm on a mission to provide hope and positivity through sharing my personal insights, stories, mindset perspectives, and ways to navigate through this journey. Let's get started. joining me today. I wanted to quickly mention to make sure that you follow this podcast so that you don't miss another episode. And if these episodes are helping you, if the topics and conversations with guests and advice is giving you hope and is helping you feel that you're not alone, please leave a star rating, comment on the podcast episode, or also share the podcast so that I can help other people as well. I wanted to jump right into this topic today, which is all about feeling helpless. And I emphasize the word feeling because helplessness is actually a feeling. And usually when you feel helpless, it's because you feel that you're out of control of something. You're facing an uncontrollable situation, a stressful situation that you are not able to necessarily control or you don't know what you can actually control in the given situation. And feeling helpless can come from a single event. It can come from some sort of trauma. It can also be a series of events that are recurring. And when you feel helpless, oftentimes you get into a fight or flight situation. And it can really be overwhelming. It's this powerlessness that comes over you. It's this feeling of not being in control. So what happens is the area of your brain that's responsible for problem solving and identifying solutions basically shuts down. Your head can get really cloudy. You can't really think clearly. You can't identify the solutions to solve your problems. So has this happened to you? Have you ever felt helpless? Do you feel oftentimes that you don't have control over different situations? This happens to me a lot. And as a single parent raising a child with autism and special needs, there are a lot of things that are out of my control, especially when it comes to his behaviors and his capabilities of things that he is having a challenge with. Oftentimes I feel helpless. I feel like I don't know what to do or I'm not equipped with the knowledge and the information of how to actually help him. And I felt helpless in other situations too, especially in relationships or when you're dealing with other people. In the pandemic, right? We have been helpless. There has been so much that has been out of our control. And that sense of being out of control can lead to feeling helpless. Oftentimes when people feel helpless, they buffer. And buffering in this case is avoiding the emotion or avoiding the feeling. So avoidance or escapism could look like binge watching Netflix, overeating, binge drinking. We don't really face the emotion and we don't face the helpless feeling. We try to numb ourselves of it and escape the feeling. And that might actually feel really good at the moment, but it really doesn't resolve anything. It doesn't help us in the long run. And that feeling can continue. That helplessness can continue because we are not addressing the root of where that emotion is coming from. So which would you rather do? Would you rather resolve and work on the root of it or continue to numb yourself and escape the emotion that you're going through, that feeling of helplessness? But I have a question for you. Are we really helpless? 
That's why I emphasize in the beginning the feeling of helplessness. Are we actually helpless? In some situations, we may not be able to control a lot of different things, but we actually have more control over how we're approaching a situation or how we're thinking about a situation. So feelings are not always facts and That's something that can be controversial to some, but the feelings may not actually be representing what is really happening. It's it's a feeling that we are experiencing, but it may actually not be what is reality in front of us. I'm not saying to disregard our feelings at all. We should absolutely feel all the feelings that we have, but we have control over what we do about those feelings, and helplessness is one of those. We actually have more control over feeling helpless. We just have to exercise that control and understand what we can control and what we can't control and how we approach this emotion of helplessness. So yes, there are absolutely things that we have no control over, and especially when it comes to our children with special needs, there are a lot of things things we don't have control over, but we have to shift and find out what we do have control over. Identifying what we can control helps us to reduce the feeling of helplessness. It's not always easy to get there, and I totally get it. I was going through this feeling of helplessness recently, and I published it on social media because I wanted people to know that it's okay to feel helpless, but there are things that you can do in that situation. And I have this feeling often. But I've learned a lot of tools and things that I can implement in those moments of feeling helplessness. When I feel my brain getting overwhelmed, when I feel myself feeling overwhelmed by things that I cannot control, I have been able to shift my mind to the things I can control. But that doesn't mean that I don't address those feelings. So if you follow me on social media at SusanFink.Rise, you may have come across a reel that I did where I was crying in front of the camera. And I was explaining that even on social media, it's not always rainbows and unicorns, right? It's not always this pretty picture. This is real life. This is authentic, real life that's happening. And I wanted people to see that if you are feeling helpless, there are tools that you can implement to get through that emotion. And the more that you exercise these tools, the more that you practice facing your emotions of helplessness, understanding what you can and cannot control, and then implementing tools that you can do and practice that, the easier it becomes, the less helpless you feel. So what stemmed from the real was that I was just feeling incredibly helpless. I sat in my car and just cried. I let it out. I was sobbing uncontrollably and I had to let those feelings out. So like I said, even if you're feeling helpless, you still need to let those emotions out. I called my parents so that I could talk to them and work out what I was feeling and talk out loud to someone. And after I got calm, I was able to figure out, okay, what are the resources? What are the things that I have control over? And I wanted people in this reel to know that they're not alone, that you can take steps to break free from this helpless feeling. And I know a lot of parents go through this, whether you have a child with autism or special needs or not. Parents, people, everyone goes through feeling this helpless feeling because it basically just means that you feel overwhelmed because you don't have control over a lot of things. And that's why it's so important to pivot the way that you're thinking. So how do you do this? There are a number of different things that you can do when you're in a helpless emotional state. The things that I have found that work for me is, like I said, feel those feelings, let it out, talk to someone, 
get support from someone you trust, your family members, your friends, another parent, someone that you can turn to, to get support. So just to be able to speak about your emotions, to get it out. If you don't have someone to talk to at that given moment, write it down, write in the journal, get it out, talk out loud, pray, verbally get it out of your body. Being able to communicate what you're feeling is one of the things that is really cathartic to be able to let it go. Cry. I cry a lot. I have to let those emotions out because if I don't, they will manifest into other things. So the first thing is just to get out what you're feeling, to get out what you're feeling in a productive way. Then the next step is to turn to your senses. There's this practice called grounding and grounding can help in any sort of emotional state and helplessness is one of those. So if you're feeling helpless, think about your senses. What do you see? What do you smell? What do you hear? What do you taste if you're eating or drinking? Use your senses to help ground yourself emotionally. Turn your focus to those senses. And there's three different types of grounding, actually. There's physical grounding, mental grounding, and soothing grounding. And I talk about those in some of the reels that I have on Instagram because there are different ways that you can actually soothe yourself and ground yourself so that you pivot your brain and where you're focusing so that you are not going around in a circle in your mind of this helplessness. It breaks the pattern or ruminating about the helpless feeling. It breaks that cycle. So an example of grounding could be if you're washing the dishes, for example, you're focusing on the running water, you're focusing on the sound of the dishes clinking together, of the water hitting the plates, of the water filling the cup, you're feeling the soap in between your fingers, you're focusing on the smell of the soap. So do you see this example? It's really honing in and focusing your brain on the senses that breaks you free from whatever emotion you're going through. And in this case, feeling helpless. So this is kind of a similar practice to mindfulness, focusing on the present and using grounding and using your senses to do that is one way to focus on what is happening right now. Sometimes we get emotional and sometimes we feel helpless because we are thinking about the future or we're thinking about something that happened in the past. If you can bring yourself to the present and look around you to be able to identify what is going on right now, that is a powerful tool. Oftentimes when I feel helpless, I start thinking about the future. In this situation that I spoke about when I was crying and I was, you know, just having a really difficult time feeling helpless about something about my son and his situation. I started thinking about the future. What is this going to be like for him next week? What is this going to be like for him in a year from now? What is this going to be like for him in five years from now? I mean, I was reeling out of control. I My mind was just going to places where I got overwhelmed. And on top of it, I almost felt stuck in my brain. When you are feeling helpless, oftentimes you, like I mentioned earlier, you fight or you flight. Oftentimes for me, I flight. I have a really hard time with focusing my brain. I have a really hard time with finding solutions, problem solving. And it's because this emotion is attacking this part of your brain. So getting focused, using grounding, using these tools, talking to other people, journaling, praying, whatever that looks like for you to be able to get out your emotions, but also then refocus your brain. And this takes a lot of intention and practice. It may sound like, oh, okay, I can just wash the dishes. And then all of a sudden I'm not thinking about being helpless anymore. It's not the easiest thing to do, but it does take practice. 
But if you can implement these tools, you'll be able to break free from that helpless feeling. So getting that support, talking to other people, focusing on your senses, getting mindful in the present moment can truly help you break free. Another type of grounding is just stepping outside. I talk about this a lot because if you can change your environment, step outside, feel the sun on your face, feel the wind in your hair, hear the sounds of the birds, go for a walk, feel every single step, move slowly and feel all of the senses around you and become laser focused in that. If you can shift your brain to this type of grounding exercise, and using your senses, it can truly help you break free from the helplessness. And once you have gotten all of your emotions out, once you've been able to talk to someone or journal or pray or whatever that is, once you've been able to focus on your senses, then figure out a plan. What are the resources that you have around you that can help your situation? What do you have control over? And grab onto that. In the situation I talked about when I was feeling helpless, after I was able to get all of this out, get all of my emotions out, after I was able to get grounded through my senses, I was able to get calm. I reached out to resources through my son's school, through his therapist, through friends that I know that have gone through similar situations. I reached out to figure out what can I do to help him? What can I control? And then once you figure out what you can control, take action, make a plan. You see, when you feel helpless and you are not breaking through that emotion, you get stuck and you're unable to solve problems. You're unable to really see clearly. It's like a brain fog. And if you're not in your head that you have felt this way before and you often feel this way, breaking free from that is the first step because until you actually break free from that emotion, you are not going to be able to see what you can control and to get clear on what are the things that you can do, what are the actions that you can take. So once you do get clear, make a plan and then take it one step at a time, one day at a time. We don't have to solve the world's problems. We don't have to solve the problems of tomorrow necessarily. We don't have to think so far ahead, but we can get clearer in our brains. We can refocus to break through the helpless feeling to then figure out a plan and figure out what we can control, figure out what our resources are, who can we turn to for help, then execute that plan and take action. So you may be going through this too, maybe on a daily basis. Like I mentioned before, I feel helpless a lot because there are so many things out of my control and especially related to my son. There's so many things that he needs help with that I'm not professionally trained to help him. I often feel out of control when it comes to him and his needs. And then there's the rest of life, right? Outside of my son, there's life in general, where we're going to be faced with this feeling of helplessness. We're going to be faced with things that we don't have control over. But rather than running away from this emotion, rather than escaping it and numbing ourselves, tackle it head on. And I know this is not easy for a lot of people, and it wasn't easy for me. I escaped these emotions for a really long time in a variety of different ways. But once I broke through and I faced my emotions, and I figured out the tools that I can use, and I figured out how to deal with my emotions. I was able to understand the things that I had control over and make a plan to not only support my son, but to also support myself so that the helplessness feeling does not control me. It's so that I can control that helplessness feeling and emotion in my life. So that's it for this episode. If you relate to this, please follow this podcast so that you don't miss an episode. And Follow me on Instagram at susanfink.rise as well. And check out my new website, rise 
wisemindset.com to connect even more. The thing I want you to take away from this is that you are not alone in this journey. So many people are going through the same things that you're going through. And I hope that this episode of feeling helpless and how you can break through the helpless feeling and find your strength to be able to figure out the things you can control and handle your emotions and face your emotions has helped you today. So please stay connected, reach out. There are solutions out there to help and you can do it. And as you know, my mission is to help as many people as I can and I cannot do that without you. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support and sharing this podcast to help others. And until next time, I appreciate, I empathize and I am here for you and we can do this.